got everything rolling with the internet and hopefully uh it all sounds good experiment on me yep yep uh let's see here let's see what the peeps on youtube are saying <laughs> you live in the chat so what's been going on man whole lot of running yeah yeah bro 54 miles this week it's 53 53 yeah not a not that deep into it yet now this would be like the longest week of running i have though leading into the race today being the longest run i'll have um how, how many miles did you run today i did 22 which sucked what time did you start uh, I want to say like twelve thirty. Yeah, and you just showed up, <laughs> <laughs> bro. I literally I went home, ate, showered, and now I'm here. Wow! It literally, it felt like I was running all day. Yeah, that's crazy. Twenty two miles is a long distance, bro. I was like, I was excited for this run though. Like usually, I like my long runs more. I don't know why. I don't even know where to begin to describe it, but. Is it is it therapeutic? Do you just plug like put music in? What do you I do? I didn't even listen to music today. No, I just thought it'd be easy for some reason. I don't know. Was it? No. <laughs> <laughs> and that was funny because I was telling myself yesterday, I did that eight mile workout, and it just had like some race speed miles in there, and I was just thinking like, because it's like a two minute walk after those miles, and I was like, you know what? Like tomorrow's gonna be so much easier than today. So like, I can't wait to get this run over with. Tomorrow's like just a steady pace that you hold. Just, what was your pace? It was, the average was ten ten. But like that's actually not that's not bad. Slowly like yeah, well, slowly drop. I was like nine thirty something. And you're mainly doing trail running, right? It's all paved. Yeah, but yeah, the trails. I like staying out of the way of any Cars. traffic or right anything like. I don't like stopping during my runs. I hate like any intersection. It just irritates me. Cause I always catch a red light like when I'm in a good rhythm. <laughs> I swear. Yeah, that's when you got to jog in place. <laughs> yeah, bro, I swear. <laughs> it's the worst. Cause there's times where I'm like, because I have this rule with myself, like I'll stop, obviously, like if the light's red. But like there's no cars coming anyway or the walk sign's on at least, like I'll keep you going. Just go. I won't stop, yeah. But uh, if I have to, I will. So other than running, have you have you been lifting still? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Of course. <laughs> yeah. It's my side hobby now. <laughs> no, I still lift like four to five times a week. That's but pretty good. How do yeah. you maintain that with running? Eating. Eating? Eating. What do you what do you eat? Uh usually so the days I have to run and lift, I'll eat tropical smoothie after my run. It's just it's right next to my gym. <laughs> so dangerous, bro. Yeah, my card's linked to the app and everything, so I just place my order when I'm done running. Oh, that's it's fine. already ready when I get there. You know, I get this the peanut paradise with whey, and there's just like crunch flatbread wrap. I get dude, the peanut paradise is is the best. Bro, I swear, the best. It's like perfect. It's so ideal, like going into a lift. <clears throat> um, I'm just curious. Has anybody messaged you about the quality of the video? <laughs> oh boy you can ask um so how many days are you out from your marathon three weeks from today three weeks so exactly 21 days 
And have you been following some sort of plan? Some yeah, sort of running so plan? Nick Bear, I use his workout app. Yeah. And it has a whole marathon program in there. And what so, what does that consist of? It's a 16-week program. And there's an advanced and a beginner's. I did the advanced one this time. But I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I'm not, like, overly confident about this marathon. Why not? Because I had runner's knee. And, like, it still bothers me. From the last time? Not even. So that the last one, I got the IT band syndrome, which was bothering my knee. <laughs> and then right when I was, like, able to run again, that's when I got COVID. Oh. And couldn't run for, like, a month. <laughs> I'm serious. So weird. Like, And you got it pretty bad, too, didn't bad, you? Bad, yeah. What was it like? Death. <laughs> but there was, like, three different times. That, like, three good times I thought I was a goner. <laughs> I was just sitting there, like... <laughs> like didn't even want to fight this anymore i'm like yo just take me just bro. take like, me i don't want this smoke for real oh that's hilarious my first run out of quarantine because like quarantine was like 14 days but i had quarantined for like three weeks because like it was still like i was still sick like after the 14 days and i tried to run two miles after that and my chest was burning <laughs> But I'm like, yeah, I'm not just about to stop at one mile. It's embarrassing. <laughs> you know, like, I'm a runner. I'm about to post that I just ran one mile. And I just pushed for two and was just, like, spitting up blood after. Oh. Like, even now, my lungs are still, like, congested. Like, if you From COVID? Run, yeah, like, hacks wow. and stuff up, like, mid-run. Dude, when I got COVID, I was training for that 50 mile. And I'm still convinced That's the reason... Right. I'm I'm still convinced that the reason why I got COVID was because I had ran like a 26 mile race, not race, but you know, run, run uh, a couple of days prior to being exposed, and then I got COVID pretty bad. Um, it wasn't yeah, I don't immune systems probably just yeah I think it was just taxed and okay. I felt great you know before I got COVID, but <clears throat> um, within a couple of days I, I tried tried working out, I got on the bike, and I'm like. Dude, I feel like I had never done cardio in my That's life. That's exactly how I felt. I was like, dude, I feel like I've never even, like, touched a weight room or ran before in my life. Like, I feel like I've never even walked before. Like, It was so discouraging. It was embarrassing, bro. I'm like, what, is this? Like, what do you mean? Like, I have to start from, like, square one. I remember texting my friend um, after I got COVID. Uh, he owns a gym, and he's yeah. like, dude, don't be an idiot. He's like, just recover. He's like, that's a lot of people telling. He's like, like don't try to work out. He's like, just take that's your time. So, it's like so easy to tell somebody though. Like, I know. What to do. I know when you're like on the you're when you're on the grind, and you just want to like constantly work out. Mm -hmm. Like that's all you want to do. Like him owning that gym, like purity gets like I guarantee he'd want to be in there. Like, right, right, right. Coaching people back up, like right. ASAP. Yeah. If you text them like, don't be an idiot. You know, like stay home. <laughs> like, yeah. All right. It's so much easier said than done, bro. But like, it was so degrading. I started, like, thinking, like, I really have to go back to, like, running for five minutes and then walking for a minute, like, ten times or something. And, mm. like, I really did that for, like, three weeks to, like, build myself, like, back into running shape. And, of course, like, I want to say, like, five weeks into my race prep for this, I got runner's knee. Bad, too, like. What is runner's knee? It's... I describe it. The real name for it is patella femoral pain syndrome, I think. Mm -hmm. But basically, the way she was describing it, 
she said that my hamstrings were too tight. So it was pulling my kneecap a certain way when I was running, which is causing the discomfort. It's like tendon down here. So was there a way to prevent it? Like, could you stretch? Stretch, more like mobility, stuff like that, which is weird because I felt like I was doing more of that, like after the IT band syndrome. But it also could just be caused from too much running. This episode is brought to you by Red Bike Delivery. This delivery service operates only using battery-powered, eco-friendly transportation. Red Bike Delivery is there for all your delivery needs, whether it's dinner for the family, flowers for your partner, or new houseplants for your new collection. Red Bike Delivery will gladly deliver those and everything in between. So what are you waiting for? Check out Red Bike Delivery on Facebook or Instagram for more information. Red Bike Delivery, because there's only one Earth. Like not easing back into running, wow. Which I feel is really why because I'm like, this doesn't make any sense because I really like was more mindful of like taking right. care of my body. Yeah, I remember because you got the boots and then you'd been recovering. Yeah, bro, yeah like, like the, every day, like there you got my boots. Like I'm <clears throat> stretching more. Like yeah, foam rolling more. It's like that didn't make sense to me. But yeah, I was like, all right, I'll do even more now, I guess. But I really think it's just. So, Cause it's an overuse injury, also. So if you just do too much, like repetitive, like motion on it, obviously it'll. So does it still bother you? Yeah. You haven't fully recovered from it, no, or like just last night I was just sitting there, just started throbbing. So have you done anything to try to like fix that? Bro, I ice it almost every day. I'll just sit and ice my knees. <laughs> Legit, just just sit there and just read or something, and just put ice on my knees. Yeah, so many old people at court read. You read and they're like, oh, look at that young man over there. Yeah. Looking (laughs) like one of them, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I used to have my knees just reading. (laughs) I think I have life figured out. (laughs) He's covered in tattoos, but he reads books. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't add up. He's a meathead and claims he's running. (laughs) Now, bro, yeah, I ice my knee. I've been trying to, like, stretch. I'll do, like, more for, like, warming up now. Like, I'll stretch and foam roll before I leave the house and still do, like, some dynamic warm-ups before I even run. Yeah, warming up is super important when it comes to running, Probably especially when it's... To do it. What's up? I never used to do it. Yeah. it. I mean, when you're young, though, you don't have to worry about it. But as you, you get think, older... Yeah. Yeah. As, as you get older, things become a lot more tight and... Even for my Especially last when you lift prep, a lot. That's why it didn't make sense to me. What's up? Even for the, my last marathon prep I did, I never really warmed... Bro, I do, like... 10 leg swings each way and <laughs> call it good. go run like 18 miles <laughs> just go eat after <laughs> but like 12 pancakes like rolling stretching i'll stretch in the sauna dude that's that's got to be really nice yeah feels good yeah just the heat i feel like i'm more loose i need a sauna rich <laughs> <laughs> bro even then i just like, it doesn't make any sense when my knee's still hurting other than the fact that it's just too much running so what's your plans after the marathon? Are you going to take it, take it easy? At least three weeks to like three weeks. Yeah. I was just YouTube it last night. I'm like, look, what do you, how do you like actually recover from a marathon? How do you recover from a marathon? Like just actually recover, just rest. Just don't run. No running. Like I know that you'd be tempted to, like you're going to feel like you can, but like whether you do good in the race or not, like 26 miles regardless, will do something to your body. Absolutely. 22 will yeah yeah for real <laughs> so i'm like wow that was like, you gotta tell me twice bro so i think i'm gonna chill for like a month <clears throat> but i want to do the bay shore again next year okay or this year when is that that's in uh end of may oh you're in that soon 
Yeah. I mean, I'll be in. Hopefully, I'll be in shape. <laughs> we'll not, see. Not after you come back from Miami. No, nah, bro. My friend's a doctor, too. I texted him the other day. I was like, bro, you're going to be seeing me in your office, like, right after my marathon. Because my knee is not 100%, but I'm just hoping <clears> it'll hold up for the so, race. I'm not pulling out of the race. Oh, man, that... That just sounds so bad. It sounds bad, but at the same time, like, it's, like, I just ran 22 miles on it, you know, like, it held up. Right. Throbs. But you limped, you limped into here. Yeah. (laughs) It was pretty noticeable. There's a video, these uh, physical therapists just show you how to, how you can tape your knee, like, pull your kneecap, like, onto its track or something and tape it to where, like, it's going to hold. Oh, that's actually a good idea. Like, it relieves your pain instantly. Yeah. So, with oh athletic God. tape. Yeah. My wife tapes her feet really? sometimes, yeah, before work. With like that kinesiology tape, yeah, whatever yep. it is, a K-tape. Yeah, it helps a lot. Yeah. So, like, bet I watched the video on how to do it because I'm about to do it for the race. Yeah. Like, I just needed to hold up for, like, less than four hours. And What kind of terrain are you running on? It'll be for flat. The mar- for the marathon. It's supposed to be flat, just pavement, which is brutal on the knees, honestly. Yeah. Is it along the beach? It's not even on the beach like that. I know, like, we go over a bridge, but a lot of it, it'll be all pavement for sure. But I'm hoping, I'd imagine the views are about to be nice, especially like, over the bridge. Take your But shirt I off. did see that, like, they're going to have, like, entertainment along the course. Really? Like what? I don't know. I don't even really like the idea that much. Because <laughs> I'm like, yo, like, I'm, I'm thinking, like, it's going to be peaceful. Like, I'm going to see, like, palm trees, some water. Peace and quiet, some serenity, bro. <laughs> serenity. It's like, nah, there's going to be entertainment along the course for the runners and the spectators. I can imagine. I think you chose the wrong course for that. I did. Yeah, you should have chose, like. It chose me, bro. It just popped it chose up on my you. Facebook. <laughs> it's just, like, Lifetime Amy Marathon. It's on my birthday, too. I'm like, what better way to start my birthday than a 26-mile run in Miami? So do you think you're better prepared for this marathon than no. you were the last marathon? Physically, no, but like as far as like mentally, I feel like I've learned a lot from the last marathon that like if anything I could rely on, like recovery and stretching. Yeah, yeah. yeah I feel like even like the stretching and mobility alone knocked like ten seconds off my pace. So like that makes the biggest difference. I feel like I'm getting to the point where I'm ready. At first, I'm just like, dude, like I'm not gonna be ready for this marathon. Like, no matter where I put it, like from having the COVID lungs, like. Take me like three weeks to even be able to run like four miles. And then like having the runner's knee. I didn't run for three whole weeks. No running, no biking, nothing. And then I had to ease back. Did you do legs, like leg leg lifts? Not like the first week and a half or two. I mean, even that hurt. Because I was like, I need to like take this serious. Because like everything's everything's depending on it. Yeah. So I took like the proper time. I do like stability work for it. I'd ice it, rest it, stretch. Then the first week back, I only did like two four mile runs. And then I just jumped right back into the middle of the race prep. Just right from there. Wow. So I was just like, bro, I missed like a fat chunk of some vital runs. (laughs) And I just came right off of the runners and, you know, got like a 14 mile run. So do you do you conti- do you continue to see yourself run marathons? Are are you gonna do anything else? I want to do ultra. You're gonna do an ultra. I want to. Yeah, like a fifty mile or a hundred mile. I want to start with a thirty. Thirty, and then do the fifty after that. We'll see what the thirty feels like. 
I think if you can do 20, what's a marathon? 26.2. Yeah. I think if you can do that, a 30 will be nothing. You think? I think it is. Yeah. I mean, mentally, once you get mentally, past, yeah, once like, you get past the 26 mile mark, you're like, oh, okay, only four more miles. I'd like to think that, but also after my last marathon, like my entire leg locked up, like the last like yeah. 0.15. I think it also depends on the on the terrain too because <clears throat> when I ran mine um 30 I mean I ran 38 miles I didn't finish the 50 miles which is so disappointing to say but <laughs> no, but do 38 miles is n- is not easy when you're running up and down like trails like like nah. bike like biking trails nah, and forget that um but once I hit 30 miles I'm like man this this sucks. isn't this sucks but it wasn't bad like as he thought it would be yeah, because I'm like I'm over halfway. Yeah, but it still sucked. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Was, I guess it just depends on how you look at it. Because then I got to 38 miles, and it's like seven o'clock at night, dark, can't see anything, and I don't ha- I don't have a headlamp. The only light I had was a flashlight on my phone. That's ghetto, bro. And <laughs> I'm like, I need to get out of the out of these woods. I'm gonna die. That is so ghetto. <laughs> wow. I like I tripped over a rock while running. And I and I fell and I'm like, yeah, I can't. This is unsafe. I can't yeah, do this because there's like there's like drop offs and stuff. Like, I would have died out there. <laughs> you have your flashlight on your phone though. <laughs> At least, dude. If I didn't GPS that run, I would have probably still like I would have been out been out, out in the woods till the next day. You've been forced to finish it. On, <laughs> on a, you accidentally finished it. I would have been crying. Trying to get back to your car, <laughs> bro. I don't know. I feel like I want that struggle though. As long as I'm healthy. Yeah. I mean, I think that struggle is good. It's good yeah. to push yourself. I feel like as long as I'm healthy, I can do it. Yeah. Mentally. I, I, think, just, I think mentally you can do it because you have that wherewithal to like push through no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. Like no matter if you're injured or not, I think you're going to, you're going to try to do so, it. So it's dumb. not good. My friend Xavier is telling me too, because he's training for the marathon also and he had plantar fasciitis in his foot and he's, I was like, oh, he just like stopped running. He's like, yeah, as soon as I felt it, I was like. <laughs> it's a crazy concept to me but couldn't be me <laughs> i guess he's just like dude he's like i'm like the opposite of you he's like if i feel something like hurting like i'll stop that's that's actually smart it's so smart it I'm is like, dude like that's admirable because like <laughs> i'll feel it i'm like nah it ain't that deep bro like and I'll, just keep I'll get going. through it then it's that deep <laughs> like, I'm going. But, like that comes from like football my coach Rocco in high school You'd always tell us there's a difference between being in pain and being uncomfortable, and you have to learn to be uncomfortable. Or get comfortable being in pain. Yeah, damn near. Cause it's like at that point, like you just can't be hurt. <laughs> you have to like snap something in half. I think that's good though for coaches to to teach because a lot of kids give up like yeah. super easy. I mean, oh, I've I've sure. seen it like in in some of my own friends who like work out and stuff. Yeah. Like you'll put them through a, a tough workout and they're like I can't do they're this. Sore, yeah. Like it's, they're just like they just don't like, want to do it cuz it's hard. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. I can't do this. It's like you can. And then, like you can do it. You push don't want yourself. To. Push yourself. Yeah, there's days I don't want to run, bro. Like Every, how hard it is yeah. to get up in this weather and it's head outside and go run. Yeah, it's freaking cold outside. We're in Michigan. It's freezing, bro. In the winter time. It's like, like I literally had to wait an extra 30. hour for it to go up like seven <laughs> degrees today. And I'm like, that would make the biggest difference. What temperature was it when you're running? I think when I started, it was like 21. <laughs> I don't know what the wind chill was, but better than like 14. Dude, the only time I went outside today was to take the trash out right before it he got, freezing. got here. And I was like, Sip was out here running? No way. <laughs> yeah, bro. Barely. 
I was out there surviving. <laughs> real. But you stay warm when you're running, right? What kind of gear do you do you wear? Bro, I just wear like these joggers. See if it's cold out. And then a long sleeve in like some sort of pullover. Or, like, That's a it. thin jacket. I'll get too hot if I put like a hoodie on. I'll get way too hot. I didn't even wear a winter hat today. I just had my my regular hat just on backwards. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And some socks. But today's run, bro, is so bad. See, when I run, like, in the cold, I'd rather overdress and be, like, hot and sweat like crazy because I know I'm keeping my body warm. <laughs> <laughs> but the last thing I want to do is is go out there, be cold, and be like, oh, I'll warm up as I run and then never I get warmer. I hate wearing clothes when I run. You hate what? I hate wearing clothes when I run. Yeah. I'd rather just booty shorts and no shirt <laughs> and call it a day, bro. That's so ideal. Is that what you're going to wear at this marathon? 100%. 100%. It'd be nice out. I'm hoping. I think it's going to be in like the 50s. What kind of shoes are you wearing? <clears throat> For the race or? For running in the race. Uh, Saucony Endorphin Speeds is what I train in. They're so comfortable. So I got into those with my first race prep. And then I customized a pair for this marathon. You got your name on it? I did, yeah. <laughs> Some, like They're like pink and like like sky blue almost. Oh, nice. It's like Miami themed. Cool. Like beach themed, Miami beach themed. So, Can you pull that closer? I was trying to go like all out for this race. Yeah, you should. You should treat yourself seeing as you're flying to Miami to That's run. That's what I said, bro. I'm like, it's I, a vacation. Like, if I'm flying out there, I'm doing this for real, bro. Then I got hurt. It was all downhill from there. But I feel like I'm getting to the point where I feel like I should be ready for the race. Because I always tell my friends, I'm like, you know you're ready when you see like a 12-mile run for your long run. And you're just like. That, that's easy. Thank you, bro. That's like, nothing. Yeah, you're like, you're, doesn't feel like you're just running all day. Right. It's like a whole hour and a half less of running. Like, that's how I feel. Because in two weeks, I'll have a 12-mile run. I'm, like, looking at it, and I'm, like, excited for it because I'm, like, dude, only 12 miles. Like, you know how much free time I'm about to have on that Sunday? Yeah, I I remember when I was training for that ultra, which I I hate saying that. Like, I remember when I did this. I remember when – it's, like, somebody who looks back at high school, and they're super <laughs> proud of what they accomplished. Like, I hate doing that. But I remember training for that and, like, thinking, okay, I only have, like, 10 miles today. Like, to the average person, 10 yeah. miles is like, whoa, you ran yeah. 10 miles? That's, like, from here to there. No, for sure, like, bro. I'll do I'll have, like, on my down weeks, I'll have, like, four-mile runs. And I'll, like, completely disregard them. Like, like I'll eat, like, a burger or something the night before because I'm, like, I'm only <laughs> doing four miles tomorrow. And then you do it, and you realize, like, four miles is still an entire four miles. Yeah. Like, no matter what perspective you want to look at it from, yeah, like no. it's easier than an eight-mile run, but it's still, still got to respect it. When you run a short mile or a short uh, run like that, like four miles, do you try to do it faster than you? No, no you just do it I at do the same all, pace. Yeah, unless it calls for, like, some race pace miles or some faster runs. I do all of mine. It's, like, a low heart rate. So how often are you running uh, an average low rate, heart, low heart rate uh, run? Pretty much every single run, except for, like, one or two out of the week. I'll have, like, a threshold run. So, like, uh, like Tuesday I had two-mile warm-up, so, like, low heart rate, and then four miles at race pace. 
So I had it like, I think I did like an eight ten pace for those four miles, and then like a two mile cool down, just like bring my heart rate back down. But unless it calls for like any sort of like sprints or race paces, it's all just low heart rate. So what is your rate? What do you want your race pace to be at? I want to keep it under eight ten. That'd be ideal. Well, that's gonna be hard, bro. That it's, is gonna be hard. I trained five months for my last marathon, and my average pace is eight oh seven. Wow. So I feel like I didn't have like the proper training this time, like with hurting my knee. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. I mean, I feel like I'll get some adrenaline. So, um, what kind of gear are you going to be using for the run? Uh, this is a, dude. This is something I talk. I was ju- actually just talking to my dad about um, the other day. Is a lot of people find a misconception in like the type of running shoes you should be wearing. Like everybody thinks you should just be wearing like Nikes or no, bro, it's, or like Adidas or Under Armour. He doesn't even make like really good running shoes. They, they make good racing shoes. Well, they say, cause they advertise it as running shoes. Like yeah. you can go to like some cheap. No, bro. They advertise store. those Roshi shoes as like Roche runs, whatever they were. You cannot run in those <laughs> at all. There's no stability, bro. You'll roll your entire ankle. So, um, what kind of shoes, obviously you buy like actual running shoes. Yeah. But so for like daily trainers, like you want them to be more cushioned, like always more cushioned, but like racing shoes you'll see nowadays, there's like this, like a carbon plate usually inside the shoe. That's like, does that help spring you off? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much like it's got like some rolling technology almost where like it's almost taking the stride for you, but not really. But the way they're designed is to kind of rock like that. Like, that's a racing shoe. Do you find that it helps? Why wouldn't you want to train it? They're not, they're not that comfortable. Like, they're, they're not, like, uncomfortable, but, like, if you're going to go out and do, like, a 20-mile, like, easy run, like, you're out there for three and a half hours, like, you don't want, like, a carbon plate, like. But wouldn't you want your feet to get used to it? You, I mean, you use them. You don't just throw them on once at race day, like. (laughs) So, like, when I have, like. The four miles at marathon pace, I'll use those shoes. Okay. Just to get used to, like, racing in them. But for any daily training, you always want more cushion. You're going to be wearing them every day. That's a good idea. I didn't, I didn't really, I've, I've never really actually, like, put that into consideration. Like, I always bought, like, good running shoes. Like, yeah. specific, like, Saucony is what I yeah, typically I mean, you wear. Yeah, that. Like, the deeper you get into the sport. Is it Saucony or Saucony? Saucony. 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 That's what I always say, too. Yeah. But then some asshole was like, Sacconi. It's Sacconi. It? Shut that up. <laughs> <laughs> Watch your mouth, bud. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I mean, so race running gear is like kind of a misconception on what you should be wearing, what you shouldn't be wearing, right? Yeah, bro. People say running's like free. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> I mean, it could be. It can be, but like if you're training for something, like it, you're if it's a, a sport, yeah. If you want to do like the heart rate training, you're going to need a heart rate, like a heart rate strap. And then a good pair of shoes are going to run you at least 130, 140 bucks. Where do you, uh, where do you put your phone? My pocket. You just put it in your pocket? They have zip up. Oh, on them. you like that? Not really, but. Dude, I hate that because then it flaps around in your pocket. Not as much as you think. It's not like just going crazy. Like these are kind of tight. So it kind of just sits in place. But if I have shorts on, I'll wear uh, like a belt, yeah, like a fanny pack fanny type, pack, of? yeah, but like a thin one, yeah, like a running Just for like my key and my phone, and then yeah, that's it. I don't like carrying a lot of stuff when I run. 
And then Slowly. what do you what do you do for uh, like drinks or water? I have like a handheld bottle. Okay. It's kind of keep my hand, but it's so annoying. Like I carried one today and like my shoulder is just like, it hurt to like reach for the car door. <laughs> it's like, you don't realize it, but like. It's a little bit of weight. Yeah. Yeah. If you got this and I kept it for the second half of my run, like I didn't need it the first half of my run. So I didn't even start sipping on it till like 12 miles in. So it's just. Yeah. <laughs> for however long it took me to do 12, probably like two hours of that. You don't even realize it. And I wore, like, this compression shirt underneath my long shirt today, and it was a three-quarter sleeve. Some of it got rolled up. So it was just, like, it felt like it was just cutting my circulation uh, on both my arms. There was so much that was just going absolutely wrong today on my run. <laughs> just every little thing that could have gone wrong, I swear. It just was. Like, my body was rejecting the goose that I took. I took, like, four of those goose with me. What's that? Those, like, like, 100 calories of, like, some carbs and oh, electrolytes. Okay. So, do you take those in order to keep your body from cramping up? It's like fuel. It's like energy fuel. source. Okay. It's almost like eating. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's specifically meant for runners. Biking. Biking. Biking, run any endurance, really. Right. It's supposed to be like a quick, easy to digest. So, what do you do to keep your body from cramping up? Because that's one thing I discovered when I was running, um, training for the ultra. Really? Yeah. I ran... A really actually it was a really long run right before i got covid <laughs> uh, my body cramped up i remember I, that because i'm like you can get a marathon sticker if you just did the extra point two <laughs> you stopped at 26 <laughs> like you did a quarter mile more you could have put a sticker on your truck oh <laughs> uh, so old reason oh. i remember that i had to stop at the store and buy like i think i bought like a bag of pickles or something that helps yeah pickle, pickle, juice? pickle juice yeah Bro. and i drank pickle juice on my ultra run so i had um what I have, I had. It's the sodium. Okay, so I had That's my I had a backpack that had uh, a water water bag, camelback. Yeah. And then I had a, a handheld water bottle, kind of like what you have, yeah. full of pickle juice. And so I was drinking the pickle juice mostly. Yeah, like, you need electrolyte. You need to replenish like all you're losing when you yeah, sweat. Yeah. That's essentially what it comes down to. Like, that's all pickle juice is. It's so much sodium in there. That's yeah. Why it just, bro, it feels like almost too much. <laughs> stuff's almost sour dude it got to the point though like i craved it when i was running dude right before my race i bought like three jars of pickle juice that is so <laughs> slimy bro uh i only ever cramped when uh like the last like 0.5 my last marathon really so what what do you do point when you start cramping well, luckily, yeah, I could. I was like just about to finish, so I just kind of dragged my leg, really. So you have no game plan for if that happens. I don't anticipate it happening. It never happens. I feel like you just stay hydrated. I feel like I just jinxed you. Well jinxed you. Yeah, if I crap <laughs> up, bro, you see your face in my mind. <laughs> I, I just don't anticipate it. I don't know. Like, it doesn't happen during my training. It's so rare where I get like a muscle cramp. Yeah. If I do, it'll be like in my shoulder or something. Yeah. Something weird, but. I feel like I stay hydrated enough. Pedialytes are really good too. I'll Pedi drink them yeah. like the night before, like a long run. That's a good and idea. After I'll sip on some. That's a really good idea. Yeah. Uh, what's it called? Dewan brought me one one time. And I was like, not a bad idea. He just stopped and got one after practice. And then I saw like on hard knocks, like NFL players use them. Is it like liquid IV? Have you ever drank that? I tried it. I just didn't like the taste that much. Really? What flavor? 
I don't even remember what flavor it yeah, was. They, they have a couple. It was good, but yeah. I had a cheese thing that had a Pedialyte. Okay. I take a Pedialyte, but like five bucks a bottle. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, dude, if you stop and grab like four or five of those, it's like 25 <laughs> bucks right there. So cringe. <laughs> then people just judge you for drinking Pedialyte. Like, they're for babies, bro. Like, you really shouldn't be, bro. I don't know why they sit in the baby aisle. Like, stuff is strong. Oh, but that's hilarious. That helps for real. I feel like just staying hydrated, staying on top of your electrolytes, keep replenishing as it's going out. Like, I keep electrolytes in that handheld bottle I carry when I run. Okay. But I don't know. We'll see you at this run in Miami. I'm not going to carry anything. Just some goose. Are they going to have a station set up? Yeah, I just don't know where. I wish I did. I really want, like, my mom or somebody to stick a bottle on there for me. Yeah. Of, like, my what I use for training. I don't want to use whatever they're giving out, especially if it's just water. water. <laughs> yeah. I think they said they have, like, the Gatorade, uh, the G Fuel stuff. Oh, okay. Well, it tastes so watered down. <laughs> I'd imagine, too, let's make, like, a big jug of it and just fill up little cups that you can just grab while you're running. Right, right. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, my last marathon was virtual, so I really don't even know how they plan on like doing any of this. Well, it's in Miami, and Florida is like, fuck COVID, it's not real. Yeah, we're going to be in shot glasses <laughs> <laughs> on the race. <laughs> I really have no business doing this race. None of my three buddies, we all signed up for it, and, like, he got the plantar fasciitis. And then he just got COVID, so, like, he just got out of quarantine Aww. not too long ago. And, like, he got it bad. Like, Is he going to recover? I hope so. In enough time. <laughs> he's, he's like, bro, like, I'll walk that marathon. He's like, I'm not pulling out of it. Oh, my gosh. And another one of my buddies, he just wasn't really training that much. <laughs> and he's done, like, two marathons before. So I was thinking, like, I'm not about to say anything. You know, like, he knows what he's doing. And then he got sick, too. He tested for COVID, and it was negative, but he thinks it was a false negative because he got pretty sick. So now he's just like, bro, I might just do the half. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> he like said it while we were on the game and like nobody really said anything but he was kind of like just seeing how we'd react really because <laughs> he knows we'd roast him he's just throwing it out yeah, there yeah just <laughs> you know we'd react my friend Xavier's like bro I'm about to just walk if I have to and he's like yeah he goes I'm not gonna let you walk by yourself bro you know like I'll I'll stick with you if you need me to <laughs> moral support yeah and oh, I'm like damn between like him getting COVID and the plantar fasciitis in his foot, and then me having the runner's knee, I was because he works at court one. He's sitting on a stool like while he's working because his foot, and like I'm just sitting there icing my knees, like both my legs kicked up, and I'm just like, what are we doing? <laughs> like you can't even stand for your shift. <laughs> I'm sitting here icing my knees for like 20 minutes. Bunch of old men. Yeah, I'm like, dude, this is a terrible idea. Like, are you guys you guys should do like a like a bet i mean obviously you're probably gonna win <laughs> if they, that, if they have be it if i don't if they have it in their head that they're gonna do a half half marathon and the other one's gonna walk with the other one <laughs> <laughs> we'll see bro i wish i wish they were both trained and ready that would have been more fun. That would be fun. It would have been easier i feel like to hold a good pace. Yeah. You'd have been competing with each other obviously. <laughs> We all would have been doing it. Whatever, bro. <laughs> See where it goes. It's just gonna be a mental battle. Yeah, yeah. I'm ready for it. I think you I think you'll be fine. The only thing I think that you'll maybe struggle with is your injury. That and just <clears throat> trying to hold the pace I used to be able to hold. 
Right. Like I did for the first marathon, I should say. I feel that's only the just one thing I'm worried about, but I think I'll be all right. I, even if I pull back and do like an 8.30 pace, I'll still finish in a good time. Do you think it'll be difficult running in, in warm weather when you've been running in cold weather? It's not going to be that hot. Like you think it'd be like it's 80 Miami, degrees. Bro. It says like for that race, it's on average like 55 degrees. I mean, it'll be in the morning. Okay. And by the water. That's true. So I'm not, I'm really, it'll be like the same weather it was for the Bayshore. That was like 52 degrees when I started it. And the sun didn't really come up to like two hours in. Even then it felt good. And you're still going to be shirtless and in booty shorts. Absolutely. <laughs> Bro, anything <laughs> over 53. It's the law. Shorter the shorts, the better the run. <laughs> Guaranteed. Um. So did you have any New Year's resolutions or anything? Anything no, that you I'm not like big on that. No. Like a lot of people ask me, like, what's your New Year's resolution? But I just I think it was Eric Thomas that I learned it from. Uh I'm almost positive it was him. But he's just like there's just, I listen to so many like motivation. I hear things all over the place. I never even know to get credit for. But like there's also like another I don't even know who said it, but like just basically saying like time's really just like an illusion. Just like why do you need to wait till January 1st right? to, like, <clears throat> really set out a goal? Like, oh, you know, like, when the new year starts, I'm not going to be drinking this pop. Right. So like, you really right. could kick it right now. But, yeah. I mean, I'm also a fan of, like, people setting New Year's resolutions for themselves. Like, whatever helps. Well, I think it's good to set goals for yourself no matter what. No matter what. Like, if you, if you need an excuse yeah. to set one, then And that's what I'm whatever. saying. Like, if, you, if you need that excuse, like, I'm all for it. Like, right. whatever's going to get you to do it. Like, right. Hell yeah, I'm all for anybody bettering themselves. But like, as far as like me personally, yeah, like, if I set a goal, like I'll, I'm ready to like do it now. See, I don't set like New Year's resolutions per se, but yeah. like I'll typically like think at, at New Year's I'll be like, you know what, like this year, <clears throat> I want to accomplish more. Yeah. Like I want to do better, like better do than more. I did last yeah. year. Like, but whatever it I'll is, I'll have like realizations like that though. Yeah. Like, Bro, like middle of the night or something. It's like two <laughs> in the morning. And I'm trying to sleep. I'm like, damn, I don't really be reading that much. I should probably read more. Like, so what have you been reading? I started with. It's funny actually because one night I slept. I actually took a nap during the day, so I was just up for no reason. It was like two something in the morning, and I'm just thinking like, damn, I really should like start reading more, especially since I've been off work. It's like I actually have time to. I've never liked reading. Well, at least I thought I didn't I guess it just depends on what you read and later that day well first of all I was like wide awake and I was thinking like it was a Saturday night or Sunday morning and I'm like I could really just go get my long run out of the way right now like I'm wide at awake 2 30 in the morning it was almost three at this point but I'm like nobody's gonna be out there I could really just get out of the way I'm already awake like like I stood up where would you run at probably the same trail I took today dark but <laughs> you wouldn't be scared of somebody jumping you nah bro <laughs> <laughs> they should be scared <laughs> you have to kill me dog for real do but you I, do I you run at nighttime at all i have once at do like you, one something in the morning do you carry like a knife or anything no no i mean i stayed on bertram just it stays lit up it was raining too but i skipped the run earlier and i'm like i'm not gonna skip a run today like it was raining too. I was pissed. <laughs> I was so mad at myself. Only oh, this is the price I pay for skipping it earlier. 
but yeah, I was up that night and I stood up and then I'm like, dude, like, what am I doing? Like, it's not like I worked this coming up week. Like I'm really in no rush. So like, I just went back to bed, got up again at like seven in the morning. Dewan Snapchatted me. He's like, you sleep, I grind. And he was already like on his way to like soccer training. It was already like at soccer training. <laughs> I was so mad too. Cause I'm like, I was this close to going to run. But later that day I went to his crib and we exchanged like Christmas gifts and he got me a book. I'm like, wow. I'm like, bro, I was literally up. Like, whether you believe me or not, but, like, I was literally up last night thinking, like, I need to start reading more. So I immediately started reading it. And that's how I got into reading again. But I do, like, audio books at work. <clears throat> yeah, I do a lot of, well, I don't do a lot of audio books, but I, that's my preferred yeah, method of, audiobooks like. Audio books or podcasts. Yeah. It's so easy, bro, to just throw it on while I'm driving or. It's so easy that it makes reading like not Wonder. not enjoyable. Almost for <laughs> it's real. like I could just yeah. listen to this on audiobook. What am yeah. I doing? Like we're off work right now, so it's not that bad. <laughs> but like when we go back to work and I have to run and lift and I know that you said that you were listen or you were reading um the four agreements. Yeah. What did you think That's of that book? I didn't finish it yet, but okay. I like it so far. Still reading it? I feel like I needed to yeah. Yeah. I feel like I needed a lot of those lessons too well what's crazy about that book is it's like just the common it's like common sense it really common, is but it common really sense puts stuff in a perspective it does and it really makes yeah. you think about it like for real yeah i'd recommend that i listened to that an audiobook um it was actually the five agreements but yeah it was pretty oh, good my friend john sent me this uh audiobook to listen <clears> to <throat> i just listened to it yesterday i have to listen to it again to like really get more out of it but it's called as a man thinketh you heard of it? No. Essentially just saying, like, if you think positive thoughts, like, it'll have, like, positive outcomes. And, like, that's really where your character develops from, is from, like, good thoughts, like, within. I mean, yeah, that's pretty pretty straightforward, right? Yeah. I mean, is, but there's just other ways you're of, like, positive, explaining it. Like, I took some of the notes on it. If you're a positive person, then positive things are going to happen. And not necessarily yeah. positive things, but it puts everything into perspective. So, like, if you if something bad happens to you, and you're like, well, you know what? I could just let this define me and I could yeah. just go with that. Or you can learn from or it. Or you can learn from it and then turn it around and use it. Have then. you heard the saying, amor fati? It's Latin. No. My buddy John also taught me that. Because he was asking me about my last marathon. He's like, because um, I was telling him I felt like nothing could have gone wrong that day. Like, I felt so good that day. And he's like, what did go wrong? I was telling him, he's like, like what did you learn from that? I was like, damn. To pause my video, <laughs> he's making me think right now. <laughs> I don't know. Then I really thought about it, and then he told me the phrase, and he's like, "It means to love your fate, like good or bad, like accept whatever comes to you and learn from it and move on." Yeah, because even if, like, it let's say you didn't finish your marathon. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, let, all right, let's say from my perspective, I didn't finish my ultra run. Um, yeah, you learned from it. But I learned from it. Like, I learned I learned so many things. I learned yeah. that I, for one, wasn't as prepared as I should have been. <laughs> <laughs> I learned that I had the wrong shoes. Um, I feel like my, like, what I ate was fine. My diet was fine. My training, I think, was fine. Um, I just wasn't prepared for the terrain. And I probably should have gone there and, and run that that terrain a little bit so I could could have prepared deal, yeah yeah and then it's not like it's just right around the corner though yeah and then i i also didn't have the right shoes so i learned that um 
And then I learned that I started at the wrong time. (laughs) 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 I should have started earlier because I would have finished. Wow. Yeah. I think think if I started, because this is the thing, when I left the hotel that morning, I was like, I'm, I'm not going to bring my headlamp because I'm going to wait till daylight breaks. Once daylight breaks, I'll be out running. Good, yeah. And, but the thing is, if I started earlier, I would have had my headlamp and I would have finished it no matter what, because I would have finished probably before the sun went down. Yeah. So like I learned that I should have just started on time. Should have started earlier. It's hard when it's virtual, bro. It is. Yeah. And you don't know what time, I mean, cause like if the race started at like six, you would have to be there. Like if it was all in person. It comes down to just discipline, really. Discipline and yeah, knowing Knowing like what well, to I expect, mean, just, like, kind of with it being virtual, like that's just really like discipline, like to yeah, actually get up and like go and right like, do it. Yeah, it's hard, bro. It's harder than people think. Yeah, dude, and it was so so disappointing too because I remember when I was there, there was a couple other people running it, and they were like, "Oh, <laughs> how far are you running?" Because there was like a couple different races you could do. Like you could do, oh, yeah. I think, like a five k, and then you could do like a half and you could do a marathon and then you could do like uh those always sound so nice when you know you have like i know it's higher race eddie and i i was i did the 50 and one of the guys there was like so which one are you running i'm like the 50 and he's like looked at me he's like good luck <laughs> and i'm like i got this like this is nothing yeah, no biggie bro <laughs> you think bro you swear like you just be feed off your mental yeah and that that played through my head all day i'm like i'm like fuck that guy like i'm gonna (laughs) i'm gonna beat the i'm gonna i'm gonna win this race what's the reason you finish it (laughs) oh yeah bro but i just love that that saying it's like it's true it's like what are you can't dwell on that forever no you can't like even when i got carted off that spartan race i wasn't even mad it was just like what'd you learn from it is what it is and i'm not invincible (laughs) (laughs) I really thought I was gonna be fine, bro. I didn't even know what a marathon could do to you. I had to learn the hard way. I never like Googled like Yeah, because that was your first marathon. Yeah. Really my first like real race. I never trained for that half marathon. You just ran it. Just did it. It's terrible. <laughs> so I didn't really know like cause I've done long runs before. It's fine to train the next week. Right. But it's like once you're pushing a certain pace. Yeah. Actually, there's there's a fine line between actually just running a race (laughs) and then like actually training for it and try to narrow in your your speed and your your race pace and everything and get everything in tune. Dude, it's so hard breathing and everything. Find like that that pace. Yeah, like I don't, I didn't even know how to gauge it. Especially like when you're in the race. Because when you're in the race, like at least for the first, I'd say ten miles, you're like, oh, I just gotta, I just gotta go. Like I just, yeah, I just need to go. Yeah, you're not calm like if you were training. No, yeah, the, like, bro. The weird thing is like, because I, I was talking to my buddy John, it's because I was telling him like, dude, I had like bad anxiety when it comes to running outside. Like I never used to run outside. I do all my runs on the treadmill because like I would overthink every little thing. Like, oh, what if I come to an intersection? Like I have to stop, or what if I have to use the bathroom? I'm out there like, oh, what if I'm like far, too far from my car and I stop and like, how am I going to get to my car? Or what if it starts raining or what if it's too cold? What if it's too hot? Like, <laughs> how am I going to carry my drink? Like, yeah. if I get hungry, any little thing was enough to just send me like straight to the treadmill. Like, yeah, I'm already at the gym, could lift after. If I need to use the bathroom, I could pause it right. and go use the bathroom. Yeah. And it took me so long to like finally like start running outside and 
even like till this day, like it'll still take me like a while to get out there. Like I'll procrastinate a little bit because I'm just like I don't know what's out there, like the unknown, really. Yeah, like what's gonna happen like, for that run. <clears throat> so when you wake up in the morning and you don't feel like running, like you have no motivation, Bro, no, all no, the, all the time, no inspiration. <laughs> what do you do? Do you do, I you do go, it anyway? Well, do you find like a do you find videos to watch that help oh. inspire you? Do you, what do you do? You just look at your running shoes and like no, bro. You literally just, right you have to do it, especially the days we have work. Like, I know if I'm not done running by a certain point, I'm not gonna have time to like relax before work. So like, you just it's how you have to you have to just do it. So many people are like I mean you don't have to, but it's like yeah you have to. Yeah, the race is not like <laughs> I have to. Like, doesn't it irritate you when people are like, dude, why do you do that so much? Like, yeah, like why do you why yeah. do you put yourself through that? I hate it. Uh, listening like, to, why are you so mediocre i think, <laughs> I think nick bear was describing it uh like with his running coach his running coach was saying it um like people ask you like why do you do marathons and i'm like dude I did, i've never been able to get something like a straight answer like there's just no explaining it really yeah and then he just talks about the feeling he's like he's like you can only have the feeling if you actually like train for the marathon obviously but like when you're like a week out from the race and like you know, you put in the hours, the mileage, mm-hmm. like proper nutrition, yeah. proper recovery. Like you just feel so like ready. You almost like, feel like a warrior, like dude, you're going real, to you're, war. Like, and like, that's I'm what ready, I, and I'm that's what I was this. telling John. That's how we got talking about it because I'm like, dude, I that's the most ready I've ever felt for any run. Like the only time I never was like scared of like running outside was the day of the marathon for real, which is perfect because I'm just like, bro, like a. Like, there's nothing's going to go wrong. Like, how can it? Like, yeah. I trained for five months for this and didn't skip any runs. And one of the most scariest feelings about anything, it doesn't even have to be running, is uh, not being prepared for something. Bro, like, yeah. <laughs> dude, I remember, I was just talking to Amanda about this, but we were training at that gym, that kettlebell gym that we used to work out at. And um, uh, we were training for a competition. And, dude, I was sandbagging for the whole training period. Like it was like a couple months and I would like, I I was supposed to go home and train and I wouldn't train. Like I would just, I was like fat and lazy, didn't really care. Dangerous. But then like two days a week, we'd go to the gym and the trainer would put us through like rigorous workouts. And I just remember like going through them. Like I just wanted to cry. (laughs) And I could, I could tell he was putting me through like, I mean, he, he's kind of pick on me about it, but you know, he's like, he could tell it was fr- like I was getting frustrated and mad because like I couldn't, couldn't do it. I couldn't do it or they were extremely difficult. Yeah, but I feel like you're like me, like you get hard on yourself. I do now, but back then, like I didn't, okay. like I was, I just sandbagged. Because to me, I'm like, damn, like this is my punishment then for yeah, like not being ready. But then, the, and this is where I learned. So then, um, I didn't train other than the two days a week up leading up to the competition. Went to the competition, did the competition. Um, I didn't do too bad. I did pretty good. Um, but you knew you could have did better. But I could have done better. You did way better. And imagine if you would have trained. If you already dude, I would have. I would have demolished training. it. Killed that shit. Yeah. And then ever since then, I, I've, I've kind of been a savage. But yeah. When I when I train like, for something, like you're either trained or you're not. Like I love yeah. that quote because like it's so like dub like it, it's so easy to fake. You know, it's it's so else, easy bro, to like, it's so easy for you to just throw up a post. Right, yeah. like I just ran twenty two miles. Yeah, but doing the work is co- Bro, totally yeah, different. Like, that's a, that's one thing too, man. You like, either did it or you didn't. Like, like damn, that's crazy. But it's like, it's actually like, I don't even know how to describe it. Like they see like, oh, I just did like twenty two miles, but like they don't see like the actual. 
yeah. 22 miles of it's almost like a just a quick pat on the back work. like good job yeah. like yeah right, let's move on but it's like dude like you have no idea how many hours and like or even like how bad that run sucks today yeah like that shit sucks so bad so many things go into play, like the terrain, the weather, everything, bro. Like your your gear, Every thing, your thoughts, dude. Your thoughts are the hardest part sometimes. Bro, for real, like I kind of like the idea of like not using music. I I did it literally all week. Yeah, it's so nice. Yeah, I think you posted something on Facebook, and you're like, "Should I run with it or should I not?" And I no, was I said like, I was like toying with the idea of not doing it because I had wasn't using for any of my runs this week. I didn't use headphones. Okay. Literally all 53 miles I did this week, all without headphones. When I ran that ultra <laughs> run, um, that, that's one thing. Like, w- Well, one reason why I didn't run, wear headphones was because I was in the middle of the woods that I didn't know by myself. Yeah. And I, I didn't know the train. I didn't know what kind of people are out there. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to keep my headphones out. Mm-hmm. And I thought maybe like halfway through the day I'd put them in or something, but I didn't. And that's one thing. Like, It forced me to like focus in on my thoughts. It's and like the one time you really can, bro. Yeah. Because you're going to any war time, with yourself. Any other time, like you're doing anything, if you're driving, you're yeah. on your way to work, whatever, you get to work, you yep. know, lifting or something. like. And it's so easy to rely on music to be to pump you up, right? <laughs> Dude, that's <laughs> Bro, for real. No, that's so true. Cause like even in my marathon, like there are certain songs that come on and just give me like an adrenaline. They get you all jazzed it's up. Like, yeah. It's like, it's a quick fix. It is. Today, I was like, damn, bro. I wish I had, like, a playlist for the last, like, 10 miles. For real. It would have been nice. Would have helped. But then there's, like, a satisfaction to when you're done. You're like, okay, I did that. Like, yeah. I did it all. Like, I, I was not satisfied. I, I, motiv- was, <laughs> I was glad I was done. Like, that was one thing I knew for sure. You always feel good. I feel good, like, if I run without headphones. And then knowing, like, that run sucked. And I was able to kind of push myself through it. Yeah. Dude, I have some weird conversations with myself. Like, I'm telling myself, bro, I'm like, if you quit now, you'll quit in the marathon. I'd say, like, little shit like that to myself. If you quit now, you're not prepared. Yeah. I'm like, if you quit now, you're going to quit on the marathon. It's a given. So I was, like, kept moving. I'm just, like, telling myself, like, you're not a quitter. I just telling myself, even, like, eight miles in, I'm just telling myself, like, it's going to be an easy run. Like, you'll get through it. Like, any other run. I just kept telling myself, like, over and over again, didn't get any easier. It helped a little bit. Just the thought of it. <laughs> just kept telling myself though. Just kept talking to myself. You yeah. get through it. It's gonna be easy. Be easy run. Just kept telling myself, you're not a quitter. Yeah. You've done a marathon before. Yeah. So you know for sure you can do twenty two miles. Um, that's one thing I was talking to uh Rebecca Gilmore about was yeah. um unfortunately that one didn't get to air, but um <clears throat> When you when you accomplish fitness like fitness things like mm-hmm. like uh, running a marathon so or rewarding. doing a competition like uh, of some sort or whatever it is or even just training in general, you get to a certain point of like like success like okay I can now lift that much or I can run this far or I can do I can deadlift this much weight yeah and, and then that's the new bar then like, that's the new bar that's where you set the and, standard and that's you know that you always can get back to that point no matter what because because you now know what your limit is and that's what's tough about this marathon bro i'm like all right so like i did the base short i'm like i know my time so like next marathon i do obviously i have to beat that yeah like why would i go out and do like 20 minutes worse or 10 minutes worse (laughs) than what i did the first time like where's the sense in that it'd be no point in doing it (laughs) that's what's so annoying about getting the runner's knee that's something like i'm really excited to do the base short because i know i can 
long as I'm healthy. Yeah. I know I'm about to go out there and compete for real, like and beat my times. Well, I'm I'm pumped for you, man. I think you'll I think you'll kill it. I'm excited for it. Yeah. I think I'll do good still. I mean, I still put in a lot of hours. Yeah. But there's just say like that month off. Oh just yeah. Lingering in the back of my head. Well, you can't let that can't let that define it. It's like I shouldn't, but like I just know <laughs> there's so many miles, so many good runs I missed out on, so many lessons. Just start doing two two furs a day, like do two runs a day. Hell no. Leading I up really to the race. I back to my car today. <laughs> no chance, bro. No, you can't really make that up. So, how many more long runs do you have before the race? Depends on your definition of long run, but I mean, more than ten. I'll have two more. Two more, and they're like 20, the, I'll have twenty. I did twenty-two today, so I have twenty next Sunday, and then the following Sunday I have twelve. Oh, that's not bad. No, that's. And then that's right before the race. That's the week before the race, so that takes me into like my taper. Okay, and so, what's your what's your taper like? I think it's just six mile runs all race week. Check right now, actually. Even the day before? No, the day before I did two miles. Uh, it's just four mile runs. So I run four miles. So that on race week, I have Monday off. Then I run four miles Tuesday, Wednesday off, four miles Thursday, Friday off. Saturday's just a two mile run, just like a little shakeout run. Then the big race. <laughs> Weird. I'll see some of these runs that I have, and I'll think, like, back to when I did it for the last prep. It's the same exact program. Okay. So I'll see some of these runs and just remember exactly where. Where you were. Yeah, where I was, how it went. Do you And you don't feel like you're in better shape this time. Do you think you're in better shape mentally? Mentally, yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Especially running without headphones. Yeah. And I already have done it, I'm like doing a marathon. Because I kept telling myself, like, like, worst comes the worst I have experience to rely on. Oh, yeah. Like, I know what it takes to get through a marathon. Right. I know, like, what you have to do leading up to it. So, like, I have that. Just go back to the fundamentals. Yeah. <laughs> back to the <laughs> basics. Yep. So, that's really all it comes down to, man. But I feel like I'll be prepared. Yeah, I think you'll be good. So three more weeks. As long as my knee holds up. <laughs> do you have you had any special diets during this whole time or do you eat no, pretty No, that's one thing I didn't do this time. Is diet. Yeah. Like last I was so hard on myself. I wouldn't even eat like a piece of candy if it wasn't a Sunday. <laughs> like last race try, I'd wait till after my long run. Which is terrible looking back on it because I feel like if Anytime time I need good nutrition is probably after yeah that, yeah losing that much, but no that shit was depressing, bro. <laughs> like I love food so much, so like just just, just limiting myself was not. So what kind of things were you eating this time? Were you just whatever? Just whatever. I mean, I still eat clean, bro, for the most part. Yeah, it's like a lot of salmon, rice, chicken, rich, <laughs> chicken, potatoes. I ate a lot of zaytun. I was eating chicken and rice from there, but I. Uh, have a burger or whatever if I want it. Yeah. Get it, a milkshake or something. I'll eat a couple donuts. I don't care. <laughs> well, you're burning 4,000 calories in your long runs. I mean, yeah. shit don't matter. Sure, I don't care. I really haven't. I probably should. Have I told you, myself I'll tighten it up a little bit. Is it hard for you to keep the weight on? Right now, no. I no. mean, when I was dieting, 
Yeah, I was looking slim, bro. <laughs> I was still like 185-ish, I think. But I was like, no, I was 192 pounds going when you into ran the, the marathon. La- when you ran the last one? Yeah. I weighed myself like three weeks ago. I was at like 199. I was like, that's not going <laughs> to <gonna> fly. <laughs> I need to get down to like 190 at least. So I lifted like a hoodie on those next two days. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, I don't like the idea of 199 pounds, especially on my knee. Yeah. It's kind of heavy. That's a lot of impact. Yeah, that's all I could think of. And now I'm not wearing headphones. I just hear the, <laughs> how heavy my stops or my steps are. I'm like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I probably should have dieted for this one. I didn't uh-huh. like it, though, bro. I didn't think it was necessary, either. To an extent. I mean, I still eat clean, bro. Yeah, I think it's important to eat clean, but I th- I also think it's important to like to get all the nutrition that you, you could get, especially when you're running that far. You're burning that many calories. Like you just need you need nutrition. Dude, for real. It's and funny. I, I don't my mom asked me the other day. She's like, Do you ever crave like foods that like aren't good for you? <laughs> bro, all, all the time. <laughs> like probably more than somebody who doesn't even eat clean. What's uh what's some of the top things you crave? Like sweet t- sweets or I know you like pancakes. <laughs> pancakes, yeah, you guys never, bro. Uh, pizza, burritos, burgers, fries, like a lot of sweets, like ice cream, cake, cheesecake. Everything. Everything, bro. <laughs> Whatever sounds good. But One day I was eating... I can't, remember, I can't remember what I was eating. I was eating, like, some sort of dessert, and my daughter was eating it, too. And she was like, Dad, you and me like sweet stuff, don't we? <laughs> Exposed. And I'm like, damn. This, <laughs> this, that, bro. this is not good. <laughs> Exposed <laughs> you, bro. I don't even care. I'll tell people. <laughs> I love sweet stuff, bro. Yeah. So I, it, it's one of those things, like, I, I feel like I have to eat clean in order to like sustain from eating that stuff. Because yeah. once I get like my gut microbiome under control, then I'm like, okay, I can eat healthy and be fine not and not crave anything like oh, that. Yeah, it's taken in moderation. Yeah. But then like if I have like a couple times a week I have like maybe an Oreo or something, then I'm like like this See, is like not- last week I had like six of them in my food. <laughs> <laughs> They're just there. I'm like the other night I made ice cream and uh, when I make ice cream, I make ice cream. Like I don't, I don't fuck around. I, I, I need like a banana split if I'm about to eat some like <laughs> all that, bro. Like, <laughs> uh, like I had chocolate peanut butter ice cream, put it in a bowl, melted some peanut butter, poured some peanut butter on it and then put a couple of Oreos, smashed it up and mixed it all in. And I blame that on Cold Stone. Cold Stone got me on that. Cold and Stone's so good. And uh, I get some today. I asked him. <laughs> I asked Amanda. I was like, "You want some?" She's like, "No, I'm not eating any." I'm like, "Wow, really? All right, my fault." <laughs> and then, uh, um, the next day, I was like, "I shouldn't have ate that." And she's like, "Oh, come on! You only had a couple of Oreos and a little bit of ice cream." I was like, first of all, I had like four Oreos <laughs> before the ice cream." <laughs> yeah, man, you definitely feel it the next day. Yeah, which is one. Sometimes I won't crave it if I know like I have like a. So, like, last night, I'm not going to go eating something, like, crazy because I know I had the big run this morning. But, dude, like, for that MSU bowl game a few weeks ago, I bought, like, eight tacos for the game. <laughs> and me and my buddy went to Tasty Twist at halftime. Oh I got, like, gosh. a 42-ounce strawberry milkshake. 
I felt disgusting after that's so that. foul dude I ate <laughs> all of it the whole milkshake and all I ate tacos I was like I don't even care so I'll do stuff like that occasionally that's hilarious yeah, we've we've gone to Sparty's. I can't talk. We've gone to Sparty's before, and you order like the the three stack or whatever. Dude, yeah, I I eat enough for a small family for real. <laughs> <laughs> like, my sister is telling me cause she's like, "What? Like, what do I have for breakfast?" She's like, "I'll feed like my niece. She'll feed her daughter, her boyfriend, and herself <laughs> with like what I eat." I'm like, that just doesn't make sense to me. Like in my head, I'm like, no way. <laughs> Do you feel like you overeat or or are you legitimately that hungry? I'm legitimately that hungry because I'll eat, bro, and then I'll have, like, some cereal or something after, for real. <laughs> like a cliff Bar. So like, it just wasn't do you, enough. Do you let it settle? Do you do you wait, like, 20 minutes? Because they say you're supposed to wait, like, 25 minutes. I'll let it settle. Yeah. Yeah. And I then mean, you're still hungry. Work, bro, I feel like I need to constantly be eating. <laughs> I don't know what it is, bro. It's so annoying. Sometimes I feel I'll know when I overeat. Yeah. But, like, I'll do it to myself, like, especially after, like, a long run. That's usually when I love to do it. Yeah. I don't even care. When I was running long runs, I I would come home, and I would immediately make, I think, like, eggs, like, eggs and some sort of meat. And then, like, within, I think, a half hour after that, I would eat, like, a, like, a, I'd have, like, a smoothie packed full of, like, protein and uh, fruit and all kinds of stuff. I need to eat, like. Peanut butter. Berkey, for example, I have like a sandwich or something on first break <laughs> and like maybe a cliff bar or something while I'm on the line. And then I'll have like, <clears throat> let's say I take salmon, rice, and broccoli for lunch. And then after that, I'll need like, I don't even know, those little balance break snack things. I'll eat some of that like on the line. Then I have like another cliff bar. Jeez. Hopefully another sandwich or something on second break. And I'll still be craving something, bro. Like, <laughs> want something from the market store. It's frustrating for real. Yeah, but you're always expending expending a lot of energy, and yeah. and you're always oh, I do constantly a lot, working. So like, yeah, people are like, oh, you're always eating, but I'm like, you do a lot, but you dude, don't. Yeah, you you do a lot of like working out. Yeah, but then you do like nothing else. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you play video games. Especially when we're <laughs> work, it gets dangerous, bro. <laughs> When we're working, I have to run, lift, and work that same day. Bro, I need, I need food. I need it. it keeps me going. Food is energy. It for is, sure. bro. Calorie is a unit of energy. That's yeah. the definition of a calorie. Yeah, a lot of people get tied up in like, oh, that's a hundred calories for like a, good. Yeah, <laughs> you need, you need three, it. Like. <laughs> I mean, you definitely want to eat like healthy calories, though. There's, oh, for sure. there's a difference between like eating like a Snickers no, and you'll feel it and eating like a, a banana. Yeah, hey, when people send me like a, so there's this TikTok going around of somebody explaining why like a McDonald's burger like isn't even that bad for you like when they break down the calories. Yeah, maybe if you're powerlifting. I'm like, dude, that is <laughs> the dirtiest video I've ever seen in my life. Like, I don't ever want to see that again. <laughs> That's something I, I think. Um, was it Ronnie Coleman or Arnold Schwarzenegger? They they always talked about how they would eat at McDonald's for really? every single meal. Yeah, they'd order like a couple Big Macs, big like Big Mac meals. Uh, that's what we call a dirty them. bulk, dude. That's I mean, that was like called. back in the seventies. That's just a dirty eighties. They didn't know anything back then. Shoot, I and they're cheap. Really, did really? Actually, no. I think it was C. T. Fletcher that was talking about it. Was it him? Yeah. Still, bro, that's disgusting <clears> to me. 
I mean, if you do that, I don't know. I mean, it's cheap. It's between you and God. For <laughs> <real>. <laughs> <laughs> if you ask me to do something like that, bro, it ain't happening. No, oh. I feel gross if I eat that. Yeah. Yeah, I can't eat fast food that often. I think I'd throw it up if I had it. And if I eat fast food, it has to be typically like a Culver's or something. I haven't had, even now, I don't think I've ever had Culver's. What? That's a disgrace. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> bro, bro, you live li- literally right up the street from a Culver's. I haven't ate fast food in years. Yeah, I had a- like some McNuggets at the airport one day because it was like the only thing that was open. I was starving. That's that, so gross. I have like Chick Fil A, like a Chick Fil A chicken good. sandwich or the grilled nuggets and a milkshake. <laughs> Balance. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, I don't eat fast food. Tropical smoothie. Tropical smoothie. I love tropical smoothie. It's considered fast food. I eat that. Yeah, I I always feel good though when I eat it. Like I I feel like I did something I good. I don't feel like a bad person. No. Nah. I don't. Smoothies have a lot of sugar in it, but yeah, it's still, bro. Like the crunch flatbread I get, it's got a banana, honey, peanut butter, and granola on it. Like that's so ideal for after running before a lift. Why don't you just make that at home? So far from me, bro. <laughs> Sometimes I'll make something and like bring it with me, but I try like leaving stuff at the gym too. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, if I'm like 20 minutes away from home, I'm not going to drive all the way back home, eat something. Yeah. Come back out, lift, then go all the way back home. Yeah. It's just not ideal. And I don't like running anywhere near my house. Why not? There's no like bike lanes or really sidewalks on those main roads back there. Yeah. Yeah, that's one thing that's nice about Lansing is that there's a lot of trails to run up. And I love them. And you can go almost in any direction. Dude, yeah, you don't realize how small Lansing is either until you really like Until you run it? Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, what do you mean? I've only ran four miles and I've already passed like the zoo <laughs> and I'm already like in Frandor. Already ran past Hawk Island. Like four miles in. Just like, especially on my long runs. I hate doing long runs on the river trail. Yeah. But not that long. No, the river trail? No, no it's, it's really not. not that long, it's like 26 miles, I think, and it might be slightly Maybe. bigger, but it's um that's if you do the whole thing. Yeah, that's if you break out that way, come back this yeah. way, go that way, come back, then break out that way. Right. Nah, I hate doing stuff like that. Yeah, no, not happening. Ideal to me is just <clears throat> out and back. Yeah. That'd be so nice. Yeah. Just a straight line. Yeah. That sounds so perfect, bro. I like starting at a... My friend's house, they live right down the street from you, but they literally live, like, right next to one of the trails. Like, there's, like, one house next to them, and then the trail starts right there. That's but, a good spot. Yeah, but coming back, like, the last, like, quarter mile, maybe even the last, like, point three miles, it's all, like, uphill. <laughs> so, like, I love it. Because, like, the last quarter mile to me is the hardest part of the marathon. Yeah. So, like, all my runs that I finish is going uphill, like, you sprint it? No. <laughs> it's weird. Like, my heart rate still spikes, though. Like yeah. I'm holding the same pace. Yeah. Like, my heart rate's still going up because I'm working harder. Yeah. It's like, I really love that idea. It's annoying because they live, like, 20 minutes from me. But it's like, I love that that last little fight. Yeah. It's like a mental thing. It really is. It's weird. People are like, why do you drive all the way out? Like, why don't you just run there? Like, I just love that uphill at the end. 
you almost need to like kind of set the tone too when you're especially if you have a long run like okay i'm mentally preparing myself i'm going to drive to this location once i get there I get out i run come Game back time, yeah get back in the vehicle and leave out of there quick money yeah in and out i love i love that hill bro i wish it wasn't so far for me but just the idea of finishing uphill have you ever thought about doing like hill sprints no that's <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> No, sir. I have a, a sled for running. Good for you, man. <laughs> <laughs> you have to tell me about it one day. <laughs> I drug it through the woods one time. That was that was uh, like two years ago. I think that I sucked. You, was it like some bet you had with somebody? <clears throat> yeah. A Michigan game or something? Yeah, it was a Michigan-Michigan State game. Yeah, forget that. <laughs> I would do something like that if I wasn't like in a race prep. Maybe. I feel – I don't – I mean, you're always constantly working out, but I feel like for me to like grind like on a workout, like, all right, this is what I'm doing. I'm going to train for, I'm, I'm just going to train. I'm going to run diligently. I need like something to train for. Bro, like, that's how I am. Like, like I, I always I'm need very, something. like goal driven. Yeah, me too. Like if I get my heart set on something, like it's over. Yeah. Like that was like the thing with the marathon. I was like, man, like, I'm about to give this my all. Yeah. And like whatever happens, happens. Right. And I did, and it's like, damn, like, what else can I do? Yeah, like (laughs) at that point, like, for real, what else? That's why I tried those Spartan races after. It's all mental, it really is for the most part. As long as you get the training out of the way, it's all mental. Everything, it is everything. Everything, your mindset is literally everything. Everybody's like, well, and and a lot of people say, well, like, you're in shape, you can do that. Like, no, like it's not that easy. Like in shape, being in shape is a byproduct. I hate that too. Being in shape is a byproduct of all that. All the hard work. It, the men, the your mental state of being is the hardest part. Trying to mentally press through a, a twenty two mile run is the is the most difficult thing. Yeah, I know. People are always like, "Oh, you're crazy," and I'm like, <laughs> "Not really, you know? Like, I'm trained for it." It's I mean, you like are I crazy. Just, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. But you know, it's not like I just never ran before. Just rolled off right, the couch. Right. Did 22 miles like there's been twice i wasn't in running shape or i just gone and did a, a half marathon but but then uh, you, there's probably a noticeable difference on how you feel and how the bro, race feels pace and everything yeah you don't feel noticeable the same noticeable difference but shit even today's run like that was so bad so this is the worst run i've had in months bro. really so bad i just knew off rip too like in the first mile my heart rate was already at like 160. Oof. And I like to ke- always keep it at like 150. And it never really passes like 145 on the first mile. Like, it's usually not till like three miles in, it starts to get to like 150, 152, but like it'll stay under. Yeah. But it spiked right away. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was just trying to think like positive thoughts. I'm like, nah, like this, <laughs> this isn't about to last. Like, no way this lasts, bro. But I was fighting my heart rate that entire run. That's funny. It's frustrating. It's like constantly just thinking about it. And I set it to where like my watch like will alert me like if it goes over like one fifty five. What kind of watch do you wear? It's the Garmin Phoenix Six Pro Solar. That's sweet. Yeah, <laughs> that's sweet that you got that memorized. <laughs> I bro barely. No, I just remember when I bought it. Dude, Adam Clink gave me a discount on it. So I might as well get the solar one. It takes less battery when you're out in the sun. That's cool. 
And that syncs up with, does that sync up with your music and everything? Yeah. Yeah. Everything. That's cool. Phone calls, texts, and all that was showing up. Oh, that's cool. $700 watch. (laughs) Rich. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Somebody asked me how much I got it for, and I'm like, it was like 680 I think, and that was with the discount. Wow. I use it every day. (laughs) It's an investment. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's like the anything fitness-related. It's definitely an investment for anything. Yeah. I need to start buying, like, more running gear. That's one thing I noticed, like, I don't have much of. What do you mean? Like, running shirts. Oh, okay. Like a runner's jacket. Right, right. I just wear, like, average clothes. That's what I do, too. I'll have, like... I don't look like a runner. Nah. But I I have, like, running shorts. I almost feel like it's, like, a cult. Like, the running clothes? Yeah, it's kind of like yogis. (laughs) (laughs) I need to be a yogi. I need to be one without looking like one. That's the goal. Isn't it, though? Like, if you meet other runners... I see other runners who are like geared up and I'm just like, yeah, but they're all scrawny. They don't do anything else, but all run scr- all scrawny. Yeah. I, I almost hate it. Cause I'm like, man, there's must be nice. Like when I show up to a, like a race, I don't want to look like a runner. No, like you don't look like a runner. Absolutely not. <laughs> but, also, <laughs> but I'm not that slow as you think. No, I've, I've, I've ran with you kept up. Yeah. But yeah, you're not slow. No, but you pace yourself. You definitely pace yourself. Yeah, I always do. I always keep it easy. I don't even care. That's one thing I struggle with when I run is pacing because I'll just go. I just want to run. A lot and of things with running, you hear a lot of like running coaches say like the hardest part is getting somebody to slow down. Yeah. It's never getting somebody to like run harder really. Mm-hmm. It's always getting them to slow down. Like it's so detrimental to your training to just go and just push your heart rate to the max. Right, right. For an easy run. Yeah. So you don't gain anything from that. You don't think so? No. I mean, on certain days, you do. It depends on what the workout calls for. If you're every single run of the week, you're just, like, redlining it to... Right. <laughs> right. Like, it's not It's not sustainable. I don't even think you gain anything from it. You don't think your cardiovascular goes up a little nah. bit? Because, like... Cardiovascular goes up <clears throat> from aerobic-based training, which is low heart rate. That's how you build that solid base. My paces didn't start going up until I started doing heart rate training. And I was like, wow, that's actually crazy. It sucks at first. You're just like doing almost like an 11-minute mile. And you're like, dude, this doesn't make sense. Like, You feel mm-hmm. like you should like be going harder. Right. But it goes down, bro. Like, I didn't even till recently start seeing a change. So if you, somebody were to start running. I would and, highly suggest low heart rate training. And what would that consist of? Buying a heart rate monitor, right? But like, what what heart rate? What would it so have there's to be? A, a, figure out what it's called. But you take one eighty, and you subtract your age. Okay. So I'm 24 right now. So 156 is what your max heart rate should be on an easy run. So it shouldn't go anywhere past 156. The most it should be is 156 for an easy run. Okay. And on a difficult run. A difficult <clears> run. <throat> I don't really track my heart rate on a difficult run. Okay. But I just make sure I'm not giving 110%. Right, right. Just like that's really not sustainable, especially for a marathon. Yeah. You're not going to go 110% right. for a marathon. You got to pace yourself. Right. So it's also like, why would you do it like during the training? That's true. Or even on a 5K, you'll burn yeah. yourself out in the first mile, even though it's only three. It's a good that's, point. Bro, yeah. It's crazy. It's like, I really, so like Nick Bear. His first marathon he did, 
I don't remember his time, but his second one he did was like 20 minutes worse. And it's because every run he did, he didn't know any better. Mm-hmm. Just go out and run as hard as he could. And right. He's in the army, so he just thought like you just run. every run you had to do is just all out. Right. And he never got any better until he started doing heart rate training. Wow. And then I just did like a sub three hour marathon. All That's out heart rate training. Like it's crazy, bro. You're making me want to go run right now. <laughs> Dude, do heart rate training. I swear it's so weird. Like, and you can do that on anything, like a like a bike or like elliptical. Yeah. It's it, weird. It's gotta be more difficult. I I like would think. my first ever bro, like my heart rate after COVID, like my pace is like a ten forty for a low heart rate run. And like just the other day I held a average nine minute and thirty second pace and my average heart rate was like hundred and fifty one. Okay. So like you see the progress, you feel it. Right. But like and occasionally like you have your speed workout still. Right. To where you're pushing it, but still not like And then the speed workouts help it. help your, your rate. Correct. Or, yeah. And it, it'll help your speed. Yeah. Like pushing that speed. heart rate. But not to the max. Like you don't want to like gas right. yourself out. Right. Because then you wouldn't even be able to, if I do that let's say on the Tuesday, I have a speed workout and I'm just <gasps> like on my back afterwards, like it's not even gonna like I got an easy run tomorrow. I have to do. I probably won't even be able to do it because my legs are gonna be cooked. Mm-hmm. My lungs are gonna probably be hurting. Right. So it's like, so I mean, it really just depends on what you're training for. I gotta tell somebody they shouldn't train like that. But if you're gonna do long distance, yeah, heart rate all day. I'll live and die by that. I have to take that into consideration the next time I start running. I'm telling you, bro. I feel like you'd like it. I think you I will. See, and it, it, it feels kinda, weird, bro. You feel like you're just running slow, and it probably adds a whole nother uh, like aspect to running because it's not you're you're not just focused on the distance and how quickly you're gonna get through it. You're focused on like your heart your heart rate and just keeping it yeah. that. Yeah, it's That's almost it's so it's almost like another goal yeah. in a sense, like because you're trying to get your speed up but keep your heart rate down. And it comes with it, bro. If you just stick with it, it's just consistency, right? If you commit to it, you stick with it, you'll see it you'll see it start to go up. You really will. Not right away, won't right. overnight. Right, anything's gonna take time, but you see it, and it's how you're able to to run all week. You're like, oh, how you, I don't know how you run this many miles, fifty four miles. Yeah, you do it easy. I don't know how you like lift right after. Right, like, my runs easy. Like that's what it's meant to be. Right, if I say I just did like a six mile easy run. Like six it's miles sounds hard, but yeah, like if you're not gassing yourself out, it's easy matter of doing it well with that let's wrap this up yeah I'm down for that i think we've been going for like over an hour let's track of time uh an hour and 22 minutes <clears throat> um is there uh anything else you want to talk about real quick before we wrap this bad boy up um yes there's a Kobe Bryant podcast I just watched the other day and he was talking about facing your fears and like the anxiety you get from it because he's like you start feeling like fear and like you ask yourself like what is it I'm really scared of like never like accept like the first answer because it's usually wrong what do you mean he's like don't shy away from it you know like how does he how he described it as like so if I'm at the free throw line and like the game's on the line He's like, what Like, what do I need to be scared of? He's like, people ask me all the time, like, oh, are you scared to take that shot? It's like, why would I be? Like, what do you, like, you look within 
And I was like, it's actually kind of deep. Cause like I thought about that like with my running stuff. It's like, what is it actually that I'm scared of? Cause usually it's nothing. He's like, am I scared? I'm going to like let my teammates down. He's like, I do it all the time in practice. Like they'll still be there for me. Like, what is it that I'm actually scared of? And I was like, wow, never really thought about it like that. Like people get like so much anxiety from like their fears. And it's all just a matter of like people like pushing them away and not really addressing them. And there was another quote of just like how fear and doubt will never take you anywhere or get anything accomplished. You'll always just I forgot how to end of the quote. <laughs> but lead. <laughs> Look it up. I had it in here. Oh, I said thoughts of doubt and fear never accomplish anything and never can. They always lead to failure. So those are a couple of things that I loved. I like that because if you focus on what you're afraid of, then you're not going to accomplish anything. No. You're you're just going to essentially let that like overwhelm yeah. you as a person. I mean, because I mean, you'll get anxiety over anything that, that, bro. Yeah. It followed up. It was saying uh, thoughts of fear can kill a man as speedily as a bullet can. Like the anxiety would just demoralize you as a person. Yeah. It's just another one of those things, like just think positive thoughts, like and stuff like that. So, did you figure out what you were afraid of? <sighs> yes and no. I figured out that I wasn't really scared of anything. It's just, it really just came down. I didn't really want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared of the unknown, if anything. Because I'm like, what is it that I'm actually scared of? I would say, from judging that situation, that you're scared of failure. Right. Yeah, I guess you're scared of just the what not, ifs. You're scared of not being able, be, not being that. You're scared of being the person to not do something, to not yeah. do it, to not be disciplined. Yeah, it's such a weird dynamic too. It it's is. Like I think, like man, that's kind of bitch made. <laughs> like I didn't run outside. But at the same time, like I'm still getting like a six mile run in it's yeah. on the treadmill, but you still did it. Yeah, that's that's yeah. the thing about it. It's like I still did it, but you still beat yourself up, self up over it, over not doing it yeah. outside. Yeah, there's times, yeah. bro. There's been times I laid my clothes out, like knowing I'm gonna run outside the next day, and went straight to the gym and hopped on the treadmill, bro. <laughs> like, damn, that looks nice right now, but <laughs> I'll set the tripod up in front of the treadmill, put a show on or something. Oh, that's hilarious. Just the easy way out. But yeah, just that. It's a lot of mental stuff with fitness. I love it. I love it. I love it that you are always grinding. I know that I never have to worry about you not getting out of shape or never that. Just (laughs) never that. I know you might eat shit, shit food sometimes. Yeah, I get slightly chubby, (laughs) but you're always lifting. You're always getting after it. It's a must. Good luck on your, uh, at your marathon. Thanks. I'll need it. I know you'll kill it. Yeah, for sure. All right, man, let's wrap this up. Sounds good.